Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today as we begin another really important day. If you believe in liberty, it's important for you. It's important for you to be able to stand up and fight for everything you believe in. And how do you do that? Well, you do that by being informed. And then you do it by having those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Because that's the only way we get around big tech. Groups like PayPal. Story today about, you know, hey, PayPal backed away. That was the big news yesterday. Backed down from this $2,500 fine if you're a group that they think promotes hate and intolerance. That was the story yesterday. Well, guess what? Apparently, they haven't backed down from it. So why would you want to do business with PayPal? Think about it. So they could fine you money? What? Because they determine? There may be something you say, your organization or whatever, maybe something you have already said on social media constitutes hate and intolerance. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk time. There is lots to talk about today, and we are going to get into all of it. And emails. Want to shoot me an email? It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Oregon Firearms Federation regarding me- voting no on Measure 114. Showtime is what they're Newsletter states, and by the way, thanks to Tim, Timothy, for sending that to me. Uh, All indications are, as they write here, that ballot measure 114 is very close. If this passes, we will face a long time and a lot of money to defeat it in court. It is blatantly unconstitutional. Make no mistake, it will be defeated, they write. The proponents know it. The Secretary of State knows it, and the media knows it. But why should they care? Because when it comes time to fight it, we get to pay for our lawyers and their lawyers. So please get your friends and family to fill out those ballots and bring them to a secure drop box, a secure drop box, or directly to your elections office. Do not assume the post office will deliver them. Yeah, that's a good article. That's good advice, rather. And we'll be talking about that tonight at the Political Coffee Clatch, 6 p.m. They're at Honky Tonk Bar and Grill on McGillcrest in Salem. Come and join us if you care about election transparency. If you care about the latest data Oregon people's vote has... um, Acquired, shall we say. Because the last two Saturdays, they've been out knocking on doors. Looking for those phantom voters, those fake voters. Those voters who have apparently committed felonies. Because 
they're registered in places they don't live. And nobody knows that who these people are. Oregon People's Vote is getting that data. They're going to be joining us tonight, so you should come and be a part of that. Six o'clock, political coffee clatch, we call it. And um, we appreciate that very much. Stand up for your for your rights. One of those things you got to do is to make sure that elections are transparent and that they truly are fully secure because we kind of know that they're not, right? In fact, um, I got a email from a state employee who shall never be known who said, getting an update from Dr. Frank. Would it be possible to have Dr. Frank on the show sometime this week to give an update on what is going on in Colorado and what is going on with Mike Lindell's efforts? Yeah, we're going to try to do that. I will um, text Dr. Frank and see if you know, if he and the FBI will let because <laughs> the FBI still has his phone, right? Um, and they're monitoring everything. So we'll uh, we'll try to get an update from him on what's going on in Oregon. We are expecting a ruling, I think, sometime this week. Very detailed ruling, which was from the Tim Sipple case in Washington County, which Dr. Frank testified, well, tried to testify at. That attorney Steve Jonkus testified uh, was the attorney on for Tim Sipple. And by the way, thanks to Ben Edel, who is one of those people. I know I'm, I sounds like I'm bouncing around here. I'm not. Is one of those people that is endorsed by Oregon Firearms Federation. Ben Edel is a, f- a group called Free Oregon. He's running for Senate District 19, which is a long shot, given that it is a heavily Democrat district up in the Lake Oswego area. He is running against the Democrat leader of the Senate, the kid who used to be a lobbyist. And I say a kid. Yes, a kid. Because <laughs> he was a lobbyist, a fresh lobbyist when I served in the legislature back in the late 90s. Anyway, he's uh, vying, in essence, to be the leftist reincarnation of Senator Peter Courtney to become the next leader of the Oregon Senate, assuming that he wins. Anyway, Ben Edel is running against him. Ben Edel, Free Oregon. Folks, they are funding the Steve Jonkus lawsuit and all of his efforts in... In the, in the Sipple case, and this is a powerfully important case, folks, it has implications for all the country, all the country, without question. Anyway, lots to talk about here. Um, kudos to Ben Edel, but folks, in all seriousness, Measure 114, now I could not make, those of you who made the rally uh, Saturday at the Capitol. Um, I know Dale did because he was texting me about it. I have no idea how many people were there, but it, and Dale didn't either, but he said it was a lot. I couldn't do it because I had a funeral to go to Friday. I could not keep uh, planting. I didn't get hardly any planting done on Friday, so I just chose to spend Saturday planting crop all day, uh, which is precisely what I did. Didn't even go to church Saturday night. That's how dedicated I am. (laughs) Anyway, um, we will try to get Dr. Frank on the show because there are things going on in Colorado. And if you watched Mike Lindell's show on Frank's speech, 
He's on typically at four o'clock in the afternoon, West Coast time. He's on for an hour. And, and yes, Mike is Mike. He's a wonderful man. And God bless him. Buy his products, please. I do. And I think you should be, too. You know, Christmas is coming up. That'd be a great opportunity for you to buy a bunch of products of Mike Lindell's and hand them out to people. I'm going to buy some slippers for my mother. She doesn't know it yet. And she doesn't listen to the show that often, so I don't expect she's going to. Anyway, I got her size. Uh, I better get those for her. But do that for Mike Lindell. Anyway, Mike was on last night, and he broke the great – well, he didn't break the great news yesterday, yesterday, but uh, it it was last Thursday that the gag order on all the Dennis Montgomery data was lifted by the judge. Okay? It was lifted by the the judge. This is huge because this is all the data – that we saw representations of, of all the data flowing out of places in America, including Oregon to China and Europe and Italy. Dennis Montgomery captured all of that. And it is in over 33 terabytes of data. Now, Mike Lindell, even though they are cleared now to release that data by the government, Lindell is not doing that. Just yet. He will, but not just yet. Because he and his lawyers, and he has some very good and very smart lawyers, they now are going and they've subpoenaed all of these people who wrote that letter saying this was the most secure election. There was no fraud. And those people that signed their name as W. Bush's national security advisor, John Negroponte, signed the letter that led to the gag order saying, wow, this would endanger national security. Yeah. The hiding of the data that our election systems were hacked. That's what this data is hiding of that does endanger national security. Anyway, Mike Lindell is subpoenaing all these people. Negroponte, John Brennan, Clapper, all of them involved in the fraud and the steal because they all knew it. And they so wanted to get rid of Trump that it didn't matter how much of our security was compromised. So at some point, that data is going to come out. Now, look, This is what we talk about. It's a piece of the puzzle of election transparency. There is so much more. The Tim Sipple case is part of that. We can just go on and on and on. But friends, this is why it's so important for you to be educated on these issues. Thanks, Dale. I appreciate you clarifying that when you were texting me, it wasn't about uh, the Capitol rally on Saturday was about the Trump rally. By the way, folks, Trump had three rallies. Had one Friday night in New Mexico, had one Saturday night in Nevada, and had one Sunday afternoon in Arizona. Folks, you know he's running for president. That's obvious. But 
we still, it isn't going to matter. None of the elections, the big Republican wave that is supposedly going to happen here this fall in November, that wave won't happen if we don't have secure elections. There's enough quote-unquote anomalies that just happened in 2022 across the country. And again, Mike Lindell updated us. That's why you should watch his show and listen to his show. I did yesterday driving around the field in a tractor planting grass seed. Now, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, we'll try to get Dr. Frank on. Thank you. Uh, Greg, thanks for globalists and the world are demanding... Globalist elites and Keynesian economics around the world are increasingly calling on the Federal Reserve to end interest rate hikes and restore the flow of easy money. Everybody from the EU, the UN, the IMF, the World Bank, and even Kathy Wood of ARK, she's she's a big hedge fund manager, are demanding the Fed pivot. Punchline to this sick joke came this morning when Ben Bernanke was awarded a Nobel Prize for economics. But is Jerome Powell listening? I think not. Oh, Bernanke was the author of Quantitative Easing, which as much as anything has led to the inflation and out of control federal government spent. Back in a moment, there's a lot of just getting started. So much to talk about. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. I wanna wanna thank hemp and CBD outlet, which is the website that you can go to to buy really good uh, CBD products that are natural and do not interfere with other drugs in your system. Now, why do I say that? Well, I had a conversation with my mother last night. I talk to her every night and she is on a particular uh, blood thinner drug and she cannot take other things that help her sleep because they conflict. Now, that's, that's not good, but it is what it is. CBD, especially in terms of helping her um, sleep, CBD does not have that issue at all. No issues there with CBD. Isn't that interesting? If you want to sleep better, if you want relief from pain, and I have to get her some more of that great um, butter salve, which is a very good uh, creamy CBD product that you rub on your really aching, and, and I do. I use it all the time. I need to get her some more of it because she has she's got a lower back problem that she needs to deal with. What I'm sharing with you is that all of that, all of it, 
can help you deal with just life's aches and pains and things that go on, all of it. And it's all drug-free and it's all natural. And you can buy it at a discount. You get 15% off if you buy from Hemp and CBD Outlet. That's the Great Salem Company, ProBioscience. You get 15% off if you go online to hempandcbdoutlet.com and use the discount code for the month of October, the word FALL, F-A-L-L, FALL, okay? Hemp and CBD Outlet. Have confidence that the product you're buying is absolutely the very best there is, because it is. By the way, please remember to pray for Christina Maliman. Today is the resumption of day number five of her trial for going on trial for praying in public after curfew on January 6, 2020 in Washington, D.C., some distance from the Capitol. They ended on Friday uh, because it was the end of the week and the Christina was on the stand. Okay, and her lawyers had gotten her up there and she did very, very well, according to the lawyers, better than what they had hoped for. She was being cross-examined by the persecutors, the prosecutors, who are determined that they're going to go full force against Christina Mollimon because she dared to go pray in public, what it amounts to. Anyway, that trial resumes today, um, about the time we get off the air, about 7.30. Please pray for her, and please go to uh, give her Give, Send, Go page. is the number one Christian crowdfunding site. This is her legal defense fund. This trial alone is going to cost her well north of $50,000. That's how much her goal is. She's raised about sixteen seven so far. Uh, you can make anonymous donations or you can be like me. You can see how much I've donated. So please, donate to Christina Mollimon's, uh her legal defense fund at givesendgo.com, givesendgo.com slash Christina Mollyman, Christina with a K. And I put the link up on the, the podcast page, show plan, so you can see it. It's easy for you to do it. It's very secure. Uh, this was a campaign was created by her friend, Sarah Campbell, not by Christina herself. She was very reluctant to even allow, you should know that. She's very humble, um, woman of God, who is taking a stand against the tyranny of Joe Biden and his Justice Department. So please consider me, and even even if it's a small amount, even $5, that's fine. President Biden, I hate to say that, but he is coming to Oregon to stump for Tina Kotek. He's going to be here two days. Wow. Well, part of two days. Oh, goody. You think Kate Brown will show up, you know, as unpopular as she is? 
What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Go to the Oregon Firearms Federation page. The ballots are out, and you can see all of the candidates that they endorse. Okay? For the House and the Senate. All of them. And take a stand against Measure 114. Be sure to understand. You can go to stop114.com. I will also have that up on the webpage. Stop114.com. And be educated on what it does. Because it ain't good, folks. It's truly dangerous. It basically stops people from being able to buy guns in Oregon. There's nothing like it that's been proposed in total across the country. When I come back, I've got more emails from somebody who was, John, who was at the Saturday rally. Kelly, Tina, another. There is lots more to talk about, including defunct police politician who just somehow forgot her voter pamphlet photo. What? It wasn't by mistake. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220 dot am jeff at kslm dot news in fact why don't we just go right to the phones caller good morning who are you doing good who are you my name is randy hi randy thanks for calling is this your first time calling this is my first time calling appreciate it man what's on your mind uh i have a question I received a letter in the mail from Kaiser School. Hey, Randy, you're cutting out, bud. You received a letter? Oh, darn it. Are you there, Randy? Can we we still have him, Phil? Are you there? Yeah, there we go. You're back. Sorry about that. I received a letter in the mail from the Salem District on a recall. Yes. Or, or some, a book that's trying to go in or instance. Have you heard about that? Yes, we've been talking about the recall of three of the uh, Salem-Kaiser School District board members. Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. So you you actually got a letter from the school district. What what did that letter say? Oh, it's really graphic. When you open it up, it's got animation, man on man. I'm talking about pretty graphic stuff. 
says all children deserve best education. Are they urging, Randy? Are they urging a no vote on the or or not to sign the petitions on the recall? Yes, they are. And this came from the Salem Kaiser School District, or is this a uh, a group that is fighting the recall on the board members' behalf? The envelope is Salem Kaiser School District. Okay, you, you need to file a complaint. Uh, that is illegal. That is electioneering under Oregon law. They cannot spend any taxpayer money. No government entity in Oregon, under Oregon law, can spend taxpayer money to advocate one way or the other for any election or for or against any candidate. And in this case, advocating against signing petitions for recall. They can't do that. That's illegal. Sounds good. So you I would, would do that with the Oregon... This letter need... or not. Okay. So you need to talk to the Oregon Attorney General's office. Uh, the other person you should talk to is Kevin Mannix. Okay. Literally call call the Kevin Mannix law firm. Kevin, you know, is running for the Oregon House of Representatives again. Kevin and I served together many, many years ago when I served in the House. But I will tell you that Kevin will know how to go about this. Okay? That's, he is firmly in favor of the recall. But you need to spread that around, by the way, and I appreciate you sharing that uh, on this radio show. Randy, thank you for calling, and thanks for um, sharing that. Call Kevin Mannix's law firm. Okay, the Mannix Law Firm here in Salem. Tell them. Will do. Okay. Randy, thank you. I appreciate it. 20 minutes till the top of the hour. You know, uh, yesterday was a hot day, and there was no wind, and it was smoky because we got fire coming, at least down here in the South Valley. It was smoky. So it was pretty miserable. And if your air conditioning system wasn't working good yesterday, you were miserable. So before you get, I mean, if it's not doing it, it's not keeping up now in the heat. Can you imagine what it's going to be like this winter in the cold? Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out to your home right away and get it fixed. This is one of the things that they have, have done so well over the years that has built such a great business in almost 50 years in the Mid-Valley. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net freedomheatingandair.net they do a lot more by the way than just um, your HVAC systems and more than just your home or your business they deal with apartments they have great discounts for apartment complexes for senior citizens for veterans look at their website freedomheatingandair.net it's all one word freedomheatingandair.net or call them at 503-580-1456 5801456 John writes uh, about Saturday's second amendment rally said I estimated there were about 200 people 250 people at the rally Saturday we were able to distribute over 400 yard signs and 50 of the larger signs these will be going all over the state a good group of speakers with clear messages about voting one went so far as to say that if you don't vote and don't encourage others to vote this election complicit in promoting the liberal agenda. 
Kelly wrote this about Jeff. I thought you'd you might I thought this might be something you'd want to talk about. Saw it on Timber Unity's um, Facebook page. Timber Unity, Tina Kotek wrote on her Facebook page, is a group with well-documented ties to whites, nationalists, and other extremist groups. And they just endorsed Christine Drazen and praised Betsy Johnson. The one thing Oregon needs is a governor who shares, who share with election deniers. It's hard to read here. And white supremacists. Now, let me tell you something. This is always their tactic. You know what? Tina Kotek was scared to death the day Timber Unity showed up at the Capitol. For those of you who um, were there, there were thousands of trucks a demonstration never before seen. They have to demonize. Everything is racist. And when everything's racist, everything's white supremacist. Well-documented ties. That's a lie. But then is that not usual for you to think that Tina Kotek, a committed Marxist, who is Kate Brown on crack? Yes, that is true. Is Kate Brown on crack? Is it too far of a stretch for you to think that she might lie? No. Heaven forbid. Julie writes an email. I'll get to the phones in a second here. Everybody hang on. Biden endorsement. Didn't Biden endorse Kurt Schrader? Didn't he lose his election? The best thing that can happen to Christine Drazen is for Biden to come here and endorse Tina. Tim writes regarding Saturday's rally at the Capitol for the Second Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights, and against Measure 114, he said the best part of the Saturday gathering was eating beloved cheesecake for the first time. Yes! You don't need to discuss it on the show. Well, I'm gonna! Because you know what? Beloved cheesecake are one of our great, very great advertisers and Jen, she's out in Silverton, folks. She has stood against all kinds of personal attacks in Silverton and by the left. She stood for freedom, liberty this entire time, refused to shut down her shop, refused to enforce a mask mandate. Good for her. Beloved Cheesecake, if you have not gone out to Silverton and eaten some of her great cheesecakes, you need to. And then when you do, just just say thank you for standing firm for liberty, folks. Liberty. Let's start on the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk. And we'll start first with Art, and we'll go to Rebecca. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Boy, Tina's desperate, isn't she? Isn't she? Most, <laughs> most people don't want Biden coming and campaigning. And in fact, in fact they uh, avoid it at all costs. Because he's so radical. So, hey, it is good news that he's coming. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm ecstatic. I listened to her on KXL this weekend, 
on speaking freely. And I tell you, Jeff, just listening to that woman wants you to get the poison poke, kill yourself or kill your kids, uh, spreading her false information about climate change and all that stuff. I mean, <laughs> the simple fact is here. She's been around for a long time and hasn't done a dang thing to improve our state or get rid of the homeless problem or any of that kind of stuff. So what makes us think that she's really going to do anything? Because after all, she's for a sanctuary state. She's for gangs and violence. She does. She says she isn't, but we know the truth, don't we, Jeff? Well, we know, but this is the mistake that both Betsy and Christine are making in that they don't say it as plainly as you just said it. In radio ads, in TV ads, they're not doing that, and they need to. They need to clearly draw, connect the dots for those voters out there. Thanks, Art. Hey, Rebecca, hang Great on. Day, By the way, there's a story that Immigration Customs is issuing smartphones to 255,000 illegal aliens, costing us, you and I, 90 million a year. Thank you, Joe Biden. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Uh, or you can send me an email, by the way. This is the last segment for the day. So you either need to send me an email now or call. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news like the one I got from a state employee who shall never be named. Never let a crisis go to waste. Will Betsy Johnson and Christine Drazen take advantage of the fact that President O. Biden be visiting Oregon to endorse and support Tina? O. Biden is and has caused one of the greatest crises in our country's history and has destabilized our nations and the world's economies, national and global security and stability. He is a crisis. <laughs> and Johnson and Drazen, along with your listeners, need to paint Tina Kotek as the O'Biden incarnate here in Oregon. She's O'Biden. O'Biden is Kotek. Johnson and Drazen let the crisis that is Joe Biden, O'Biden, go to waste. Oh, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I hope not. I hope they start making fun of it. Use a little humor. I mean, that's okay. Just use some humor. By the way, Secretary of State of Oregon approved a constitutional amendment in Oregon to be circulated to allow school choice. Following the U.S. Supreme Court ruling, we'll need to change with two constitutional amendments which is, is a heavy lift. We need 250,000 signatures. 
to change Oregon's constitution to allow absolute freedom of choice in public education. Yeah, more on that as we um, as we go along to the phones. As I promised, to start with Rebecca. Rebecca, go. Hope Randy is still listening. <clears throat> I, I was really interested in the letter he received. I received a letter from SK Education First, which is the organization running the recall. Right. It came with a sample of the porn. And I'm wondering if he is looking at it with um, without understanding that it's coming from SK Education first. It, you know, SK sounds like Salem-Kaiser School District. Um, so uh, when I got the letter, I felt there was too much writing on the page and that people might misunderstand it. And now I'm wondering if Randy is one of those kinds of people. Hey, Randy, if you're listening, um, that might be a good question for you to uh, email me about uh, or call a little bit later and answer that question uh, that Rebecca yeah. And the is other saying. thing is, yes. there, when these kind of mailers go out and people have never filled out a petition before, if there's not really clear instructions, they often will fill it out wrong. And... That I felt the instructions were not clear enough. So, okay. when Very good. when the people are filling the petition out, they need to carefully read the instructions or seek out SK first and um, and find out how to do it correctly. Because otherwise, thousands of petitions will come in and they won't be done correctly, and they'll have to be thrown out. Thank you, Rebecca. That's a great reminder that we have to do it uh, correctly. Dale writes me a text and says, give illegals $90 million in smartphones. And people gripe about supplying Ukraine military shells or artillery shells. There's some kind of disconnection of reality going on here. Yeah, sort of like the Gateway Pundit story today. Not lawless Colorado Secretary of State, the leftist Jenna Griswold, who's going after Tina Peters. We're doing what Jenna Griswold said to do. Jenna Griswold just sent out 30,000 voter registration notices to non-citizens in English and Spanish. You know, maybe that's something you can share with people because I wonder if Shamia Fagan is doing that. Somebody ought to ask. Shamia Fagan, if she's doing the same thing. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Go. My husband and I went out to um, Silverton this past weekend, and we went to Beloved Cheesecake. Oh, you yum, did good. Yum, yum, Isn't that awesome stuff? Oy. And then we went up to um, Mount Angel for some schnitzel. <laughs> we had a good time. But anyway, I wanted to comment on um, my favorite political ad so far. It was a Democratic person, a Democrat person that worked at the Capitol who was sexually assaulted, and Tina Kotek didn't want to pursue it because it might make her look bad. 
I have seen that ad. I think it is very powerful. It's very emotional. And that's what I have been trying to get Betsy Johnson to do because you guys know I support Betsy. I've been trying to get her to use similar tactics, very emotional stories. And Christine needs to be doing it, too. They need to be hammering on Tina emotionally. It was from the Drazen camp, I think. Yeah, it it, it was. Yeah, it it was. Come to think of it. You're you're right. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. Got to go to Gary. Gary, go. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Yeah, your bees dodged a bullet uh, Saturday night. Boy, I'll say, it, and it it was, but my Raiders screwed up so bad last night. I had a chance to win that game, and they blew it. Once they leave college, I stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to go quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. Uh, uh, Christine and um, uh, Betsy have got to attach... Kotek uh, to the hip of Brown. She's Brown times 10. She is absolutely exactly what you just said. And the other thing Gary. is she's trying to dodge the uh, she's trying to dodge the mandate shutdowns and everything. They've yes. got to pound her on that. She, she wouldn't even answer the question. All she did was avoid it and then say we need more money for the schools. She did not address the issue that kids have been damaged uh, educationally, physically, and every other emotionally uh, because of these shutdowns and the shutdown of the schools. And these guys got to hammer her to take this thing home and finish the job. You're right. Thanks, Gary. Got to move to the next caller. Quickly, caller. Welcome. Yeah, Jeff. Hey, this is Corby. Hey, man. Hey. Um, as following that petition that the guy was talking about earlier, I have the same thing, and I was looking into it trying to determine who it was actually from, too, but the return envelope on mine says Salem Kaiser Education First. That's and the, the chief right petitioner group. is Cassidy Trout. So I'm assuming that they're legitimate. It is. They are absolutely legitimate. Sign the petition. Get other people to sign it. Thank you for calling. And what was your name again? This is Corby. Corby. Got it. Love you, man. Anna, sorry. Hey, didn't get to you. Thanks, Anna, Jeff. we'll see you tonight at the Political Coffee Clatch, 6 o'clock. Join us if you care about election transparency. Join us at the Honky Talk Barn Grill tonight, 6 o'clock. And please pray for Christina Malima. In just a few minutes, she goes back into court and back on the witness stand. And the prosecutors will go after her with more lies and false accusations. Pray for her. See you tomorrow.